Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
you kidding me? What it, it didn't work. Yeah. The fuck? Said it's not there. Not true. Whoa. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved and more dope better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So, yes, fucking Lindsay. I, I, I just said it to V Lynn. I just said Lindsay is me with tits. That's a scary thought. I was like, she said the same thing. She was like, oh, look look at her comment here when she got in here. This is hysterical. This made me laugh so hard. So look, she goes, so good mood today? Question mark. This song? Mm, yep. See, that is my humor level. She and I get it. That's funny. That's just, we, we find humor in that song. I don't think that song's mm. deep and dark like y'all do. But then again, I'm probably more deep and dark than the rest of y'all motherfuckers. But anyway. All right. Wow. What a fucking. Last night. Was a monster, 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 monster bad night for the Democratic Party. And I was tempted and I was going to do it to you, but I'm going to do it this way instead. Well, hold on before we get there. No, 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 because I, no, 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 nope, 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 nope. Yes. I have something to say. You're going to have to wait. Okay. Do you that. do your entry rants. I'm doing, I'm doing it today. Okay. Sure. So based on, especially based on last night's performance, performances across the board, we know the red wave is coming. And I don't just mean coming out of our dog, which is coming soon. And she was literally just laying sprawled out in the chair and he was just licking her twat. Like it was so bad. Anyway, it's not the red wave I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean the red wave in the Republican party, but is that really a good thing? Let me put it to you this way. Do you think the Republicans are going to get in and actually do a fucking thing? No, no. No, 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 no. Not a damn thing. So when they get it, no, no, no. When they get it, no, I'm not done. When they get in and they don't do a fucking thing, what happens in 2024? Can can you just time out, please? Okay. Please, please. Time out. All right. So we, we, we named this episode a specific name for a specific reason. This morning... I, I was going to go on and I was going to fucking, uh, I, I was going to pigeonhole y'all to one narrative about this thing. And I was going to tell you how bad it was for Democrats last night. And then I decided, you know what? I'm not going to say a word because for the first time, in the history of Politico playbook actually reporting on what took place in history. (sighs) They are spot on with what happened last night. I can't believe you're going to make the fucking Politico playbook. You suck. Well, you suck too. I know only if you're really happy presented by meta. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Munavalan. It's Wednesday. Here's a question. How much can one debate matter? It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. 
Let's state the obvious. John Fetterman struggled to effectively communicate during his one and only Senate debate with Mehmet Oz yesterday in Harrisburg. We usually don't dwell on a single debate in a single race, but this one is different. Control of the Senate and the future of policymaking in Washington may hinge on the outcome of the Fetterman-Oz race. The conventional wisdom over the summer was that Oz was a deeply flawed candidate who couldn't win. But the race is a toss-up. Republicans just decided to pour an additional $6 million into Pennsylvania to help Oz. Stephen Law, who runs the most important Senate GOP super PAC, told Politico yesterday, We believe if we win Pennsylvania, we win the majority. And then Fetterman failed to meet even the low expectations his own campaign set for him Monday in a memo that predicted awkward pauses, missing some words, mushing other words together, as well as temporary miscommunications at times. Here's the question then. Will it matter? Voters are not doctors. Many are myopic. So. You know what that reminds that me That started it off. And I was like, holy shit. Right out the gate, they called this bullshit. They said, look, look, he stinks. He smells. He's ah. You know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of that time that you gave that guy that NCOER that said sets like sets low expectations for himself. No, sets them. sets low standards for himself and that of his team, and then fails to achieve that. That's pretty much what Politico playbook just said. Just about said. Batman. Yes, like, I know. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So fucking hysterical. And they weren't the only ones. What was? Why is this such a big deal? It wasn't just Fetterman. We had two liars last night. Well, hold on. We yes. had two liars and one twat. Let me just. She just told us straight okay. up. Look, I'm coming after your kids. I'm coming after your guns and I'm coming after your rights. Fuck you. Don't stay in the state of New York. Let me just read the, the main headlines about the debate, about the Pennsylvania debate last night. And, um, Jay Hawkeye on Rumble. Hello. Uh, no, no one's forgotten that Oz is a, a no, no, carrying no. member of the Bilderberg group. Oh, we're no, no, no. Well, oh, well no, no, no. We're aware of that. But, but hold on. Listen, last night, I I, I, I got it. Uh, let folks. me just let me just read. These no, 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 no. Oz, Oz said last night, one of the things that I was something even in this situation. It would actually make me feel better about voting for Oz. One thing that he said last night, or one thing that he did last night, I would say, there was ample opportunity for Oz to hop on top of Fetterman and just beat him amongst the head because of the way he was talking and the way his syntax was and the way that he was communicating with everyone. And he didn't do it once. I got to give it to the guy. He had an ounce of decorum in an area where I would not have had the same decorum. I think I would have let him have it. I would have said, you, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to get there one day, junior. Well, what see, are you doing? Oz is a gentleman. He eats crudites and shit. So I, I know. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Seriously, I, I comes want, for money and class. and I but, know he does, yeah. and I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just merely stating the one part that he got me on. I would have to say he gave Fetterman every ounce of time that Fetterman needed. And first thing Fetterman said today, 
And it's spot on that I know that Oz did the right thing last night. Because first thing Fetterman said today, oh, well, it was the uh, the closed captioning. It was the closed captioning that they was were provided. All up. It was and, fucked up. And they came back and like the people that Nev, Nevstar, Nevstar, Nevstar or whatever, Nevstar. they were like, no, no, no. We gave him two opportunities to practice. He only chose to practice once. And it worked as expected. And even the uh, moderator said, no, 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 no. Nope. nope. It was fine. It was fine. Yep. Don't give me this shit. Yeah, exactly. So the Washington Post said for Fetterman, contentious exchanges, verbal struggles in debate with Oz. The debate marked a new test for the Democrat who has eased his way back into campaigning after spending much of the summer recovering for a stroke. And it goes on to say that he he was terrible. Uh, the New York Times, Fetterman showing stroke effects, battles Oz in hostile Senate debate. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, a Democrat, tried to assure voters of his fitness to serve. Dr. Mohammed Oz, a former celebrity physician and Republican, attacked him as too radical for the job. Axios, Fetterman's painful debate. Painful. That's only like the... 18th time I've read that today. Capitol Hill's reaction to the Pennsylvania Senate debate debate was brutal for Democratic nominee John Fetterman from Democrats and Republicans alike. The New York Post pundits stunned by painful Fetterman performance in Pennsylvania Senate debate. They all general consensus is that he failed miserably. And we knew that. But this one, this this was really interesting from NPR. Ohio and Pennsylvania voters aren't reading from their assigned scripts. Isn't that an interesting title? That's an interesting headline. Right? That's what I said. What exactly are they referring to? Very interesting headline. Well, let's get into it real quick. Voters in two districts have a chance to decide control of Congress this fall. They're inundated with ads and speeches, yet interviews in those districts in Ohio and Pennsylvania found many voters not necessarily thinking through the issues as their parties would prefer. Some Democrats voiced concerns about crime and inflation, issues Republicans highlight. Abortion rights supporters are motivated by a Supreme Court ruling but so are abortion opponents. Republicans prepared to vote even as some talked of a successor to former President Trump or criticized the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. NPR's Morning Edition visited these two districts because each has a hotly contested House seat and is in a state with a close Senate rate race. The Senate candidates are all distinctive in Pennsylvania. We know about that. Uh, John Fetterman versus Oz in Ohio, a writer and venture capitalist, J.D. Vance, contends against an old-style Rust Belt Democrat, Tim Ryan. Uh, For the House, Ohio's 13th District features a state legislature, Democrat Amelia Sykes, against a former campaign staffer and former Miss Ohio, Republican Madison Gassati Gilbert. Uh, In Pennsylvania's 17th District, business owner, Republican Jeremy Schaefer, faces an Iraq war veteran and lawyer, Democrat Chris Deluzio. Our focus was less on the candidates than the people they would represent. We interviewed more than 40 people, ranging from local politicians to voters, found door to door. We asked open-ended questions. What concerns do you have about your community and your country? Um, So four key insights. The economy is the center of the conversation. A bucket of chitlins used to be $8.99. Now they're $24.99. That's no joke in Ohio. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, districts are complex. Let's see. The party lines and districts mean a lot. Uh, People seem to have little idea who is running, especially for the House. Most seem likely to cast ballots along party lines. Even better informed voters seem, voters seem compelled to vote this way. We know that. People vote R or D. They don't know who's running. Um, some Republicans don't want Trump to run again, supposedly. And, um, yeah, basically, uh, Democrats aren't talking about abortion the way that the party wants them to. They're talking about inflation and crime, the economy. And that's not where the Democrats want their focus. Yeah, yeah, but, but you got to remember, too, this has been lost in the, in the long term of things. Something that we've lost in the speaking realm of the world. And uh, this is a bad, it was a bad night, really bad night for the Democratic Party. Yep. You had Whitmer up in fucking Michigan lying. Well, we, you had Fetterman in Pennsylvania lying. Yep. And you had Hochul in New York. Just not caring. Just telling the truth yeah. and not giving a shit. Absolutely. Saying, look, I'm coming after your kids. I'm coming after your guns and I want your rights. Yep. And I don't care if you don't like it. Sit and deal with it. And she didn't lie once. She said, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. I yep. said, yeah, yep. I want your I, guns. I'd do it again. I'd do it again. Yep. Oh, she doubled down on sticking needles in people's arms. Yep. Well, we'll get to that. Well, uh, I, we're starting with Pennsylvania because we. That's the one we aired. I, we I aired focused on that, that night. So, yeah. So we're starting with Pennsylvania. I didn't pull a lot of clips from Pennsylvania, obviously, because. We watched we it last night it last and night. it was pretty fucking amazing. Brutal. Anyway. But this particular one I pulled because this comes. is amazing. Uh, I've I've always supported fracking. I don't support fracking uh, at all, and I never have. Um, yeah, I called for a moratorium on fracking. There's no such thing as a green fracker. I'm not pro-fracking. 2016 fracking moratorium pledge that Fetterman signed for an environmental watchdog group, as well as a 2016 tweet he sent while running for U.S. Senate. I don't uh, support fracking. I, I think it's something that has to eventually go away. Uh, and I would like to see it, you know, transition out. Not uh, what you said last not night. What you said last night. No, sir. No. No. Liar. You were a liar last liar. night. Liar. 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 There's no green frackers. Yes. No green frackers whatsoever. None of the but green. Let's see. Let's fracking. see how, how everyone reacted to it. Because that's that that's primarily what I pulled for Pennsylvania is the reaction. The reactions. Uh, John Fetterman throughout the hour seemed to uh, lose steam, uh, and his answers became more incoherent the longer uh, the debate went on. No shit. Really, you don't say. Yeah, that yeah. was the uh, moderator. Uh, yeah, and how and the fuck did News Nation get this? I have no idea. They're like they're brand brand new. new. Oh well, they're a liberal news source. Come on, they hired Chris, Chris Cuomo. Cuomo. Well, they're supposed the to be. They're supposed you. to be moderate. Yeah, whatever. Like CNN, they're moderate. Yeah. They're about as moderate as a fucking left seated left seated skirt. I know. Fuck out of here. It's pretty moderate. funny though. Moderate my ass. Yeah. Voters, I think, saw things that will definitely change the state of this race. It's not his fault. 
Uh, but Lieutenant Governor Fetterman struggled. Um, and again, I'm not faulting him for it. I don't think his preparation was great, uh, but he clearly is dealing with health issues uh, that affect his ability to process and his ability to speak. Wow. Chris, are you going to give him a blowjob later? I mean, it wasn't his fault. Are, are you stopping by later to suck on his whistle? I mean, just a toot, just a little bit, just a little. Is that what you're going to do later, Chris? Fucking A, dude. And hi, Josh, over on Rumble. And um, give him a sloppy second, huh? Someone caught the notice the the change. Notice the change? Yes. The new logo. Who? Uh, roll up in the twi- in the Twitch the Twitch chat here. Oh, they did, did they? Huey boy. I like the new designers. The size is something is different. Something yes, yes, is that is different. it. It is our new logo. That is our new logo. Yes. If you notice, um, you count the stars. The stars add to a specific number yep. in a hat tip. Yep. To um. And the lettering's him. changed, and it says uh, Patriot Party Podcast instead of the Patriot Party of the United States because we're 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 international. We reach an international audience. We're not just this. This fight isn't just about the United States. This fight is for all of humanity. So we can't just be the Patriot Party of the United States. We're just the Patriot Party Podcast. Period. So yeah. So anyway, uh, merch will be coming out in the next couple of days. We're working on it, folks. Yep. See that? I told you it's coming. We're slow, but we'll get there. Yeah, really slow. But we got we we got some good art finally. And yeah. uh, again, hat tip to uh, Catalyst Catalyst Jones. For, yep. Uh, because holy shit, yeah, it looks good. Immediately when I saw the email, I was like, "Yep, boom!" And I f- started putting it up everywhere. So she came in today. She's like, "What happened? Oh, you already did it." And I was like, "Yeah, Excellent. I already did it." Yep. Fuck Fantastic. It. I'm going with it. I like it. Anyway. Any. Right. So go on to the next uh, CNN discussing. Oh, this is even the better, post folks. Debate. Watch, watch the fucking crybabies here. This is going to be classy. Uh, Anyone who's coming into this totally undecided, if you drop a voter into Harrisburg who had no engagement with this beforehand, it's hard to see them coming away terribly, terribly convinced by Mike Betterman there. And we should make. <laughs> Terribly, terribly convinced by what Fetterman did. Yeah. If you're a brand new voter, no, you're not voting for Fetterman. No, you're you not. You are like, what the fuck was that? Holy shit. That dude had more hair on his head than Fetterman had in his brain last night when he was trying to put. Uh-huh. He was saying the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It was in, just insane. It was pretty ridiculous. I mean, I talked like that, like right after I think I got up from surgery the first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You thought you were saying the correct words, but was coming out of your mouth was not what your brain was trying. Mealy mouth. Yes. So anyway, uh, funny. Play the next one. But Fetterman. Wow, that was bad. Real bad. That was horrible. Mm, and painful. there's a lot of people that are coming forward now saying, Yeah, maybe we're not voting for old Johnny yeah, Boy. Yeah, maybe, maybe he shouldn't, maybe he should have disclosed the severity of his stroke that he had five days before the primary. Linwood, what did you think? You're a Republican. Did you like your candidate? 
I love my candidate. I loved him. I loved him. He was really precise. His answers were crisp and definitely what I wanted to hear. Now it's no question about what people think because he said it directly out of his mouth. I really love that. Go Oz. I mean, I, I, I don't argue. I, I don't trust him. You're right. You're absolutely, but I don't, I don't trust any politician. Yeah. He worked for Oprah. He's a card carrying member of the Bilderberg I group. I don't, don't trust him. Trust him I don't, as far as I can throw him. I don't trust but him. Last I don't night, trust Carrie Lake. I don't trust any of them, but you know what? It's better than the alternative. His performance last night was well done. I mean, I got to give it to him. Yep. He said a lot of the right things now. Or is it better than the alternative? That is the ultimate question because the alternative is what? The alternative is, is Fetterman. The alternative is Fetterman. The alternative is two more years of the Democrats running this country completely into the ground, yeah. destroying it from within, from with within, no from care, the bottom up. And then we are guaranteed to pull a supermajority president. How? Congress and Senate in 2024. You know, you presented an alternate theory that I've been considering now for what, 40 minutes, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, just before he came on the show, she sits me down and she said, you know, hey, what if, and she carries on in this speech about, I, I forgot what you talked about. It wasn't really important. I said well, that during the show. What it boiled down to was whether or not. It's a good thing. Yeah. If we win, if the red wave happens, I said that during the show. That was my opening rant that you kind of. Yeah, but you, you brought it up before this too. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it. It makes things more difficult for old Donnie boy. I don't even, it doesn't it just, it makes things more difficult for any Patriot looking to, gain the house or gain the, the white house in 2024. The only way that we can do it, if we do pull the house and the Senate is to hold their feet to the fire, to hold them accountable, to stay on top of them, not to just, Oh, we won. Okay. I'm just going to rest on my laurels, sit back on my hands and no, 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 no. To we're going to watch your voting no. record. We're going to watch everything you do. We're going to broadcast it. Feel free to start a podcast and broadcast yeah. what your senator or what your congressperson is doing. Yeah. Feel free. Do it. And then start calling them on their bullshit. No, you said you were running on this. Why did you vote for this? Why not? Fuck it. Lindsay, we call that hiring for looks and praying for brains. Happens all the time in hospitality. I, I, um... This shit is, I, uh, fuck, I've seen some shit in the past where they've tried to divide countries like this. It, it was not us that was doing it. I had never seen this stuff that was going on ever before. And then all of a sudden I saw it and I'm like, well, wait a minute, that's not us. Who's doing that? And that was the question that everybody asked. And it was really odd because every time that I saw shit like that, there was a Democrat in charge in the White House. Yep. Weird. Mm -hmm. Absolutely weird. Who'd have thunk?
You, you didn't never saw it under a Republican. But you saw it under a fucking Democrat. I can tell you that. And there's other people that will back me up 100% on that one. Why would you say that voters should be more concerned about, say, Mehmet Oz, including his problematic abortion answer, than John Fetterman, including his problematic fracking answer and his health issues? Well, Brianna, those are exactly the sorts of things that Pennsylvanians will be weighing in the just 12 days left of campaigning before the midterm elections. I watched the debate last night. It was hard to watch, frankly. It was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. We all watched it. Yep. Well, if you stayed around, if you didn't, not a big deal. But if you did... It, you guys got to see it. I was. It was hard to watch. It was like, wow. So Oz's abortion answer they're talking about, he said abortion should be between a woman, her doctor, and local politicians. Yes. That was kind of a rough one. Technically <laughs> not wrong. Taken the wrong way. It, it's, Technically, it's easy it is not wrong. It's easy to spin in a negative connotation. Correct. What he should have said is overturning Roe v. Wade pushed the decision on abortions back to the states where it should have always been in the first place per the constitution. Correct. That's what his answer should have been. He kind of said that without saying it. Exactly. He said it in the wrong way. He said way. it in the wrong I, way. I, I don't take away from the man's honesty. I mean, hey, yeah, he did. He said it in the wrong way. But what he said was the right thing. In content, taking the context away from it, the syntax in which he used to get to the end of where he was going, he was saying the right thing. Every part of it was right. He just used it the way he worded it was in a horrible light. Yeah. He made it sound really bad and it's not. And it's just like, these people are now jumping all over it saying Oz did this, Oz did that. Oh, Oz, 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 Oz. Fuck them. We don't care. Um, it was a, I thought it was all right for the most part. It was hard to watch because Fetterman was, you could see it. Uh, I, I, if you've ever had head trauma, it, you know what I'm talking about. You know that disconnect. I had the disconnect. It took me six years before I could talk right again. I had the disconnect. I know what that's like. Anyone who's familiar with the Mictionary knows that we're at 15 years, 17 years, and we're still not entirely there. I get frustrated. I still get frustrated at times because I can't say what I want to say. And it's not because I'm not going to say it. It's because there's still a, sometimes there is a lag. I hit those lags, although they're more infrequent than ever. But you'll you'll have that time where your your brain's just a muscle. It eventually cramps up, says, all right, fuck you, watch this, hold my beer. Okay, well, I held my beer and this is the deal. I, I get that, but that's what I saw last night in Fetterman. Fetterman, it got worse and worse as time went on. I knew that was going to happen. And everybody called it. Everybody watched it. And he approved this company a month ago. He approved this company to do the subtitling, to do all the fucking, all the text to edit shit. He approved this company a month ago. Okay. So this, I think, was the best article I found about the Pennsylvania debate. 
Okay. After Oz Fetterman debate, Pennsylvania votes to have no representation in the state. After witnessing last night's debate between Senate candidates Mohammed Oz and John Fetterman, the people of Pennsylvania have overwhelmingly voted to just have no representation in the Senate at all. Yeah, after seeing that debate, I don't even think we need a senator, said local steelworker Joe Onepack while rummaging through the contents of his rusty old lunch bucket. These folks don't seem all that bright if you ask me. <laughs> Pundits on the left are praising Fetterman for having a beating heart and functioning lungs while having the letter D after his name. Pundits on the right, however, insist Oz is the best choice for Pennsylvania since he can form complete sentences and has a last name that makes him sound like an all-powerful wizard. <laughs> Most of the citizens <laughs> of the state are not convinced. Maybe we can just skip having a senator this year, said Susie Homewife while setting an apple pie on her windowsill to cool. I think 99 senators is enough, don't you? Actually, maybe 99 is too many. Reporters reached out to Fetterman for comment. In a meticulously prepared statement, Fetterman reassured Pennsylvania, saying, Senate, elections, Senate, vote. Me. Senate. <laughs> That's from the Babylon Bee. <laughs> The only place you can find good news Freaking these days. awesome. Only way you can find good news these days. No shit. I, fuck. I, you can't say anything. It was horrible last night. What the fuck is his... He... Everybody that went through some political science class after me, they all must fucking suck because these kids don't know the first fucking thing about politics. They sure as hell don't know the first thing about this fucking moron. Well, maybe he should have gone, maybe, maybe Fetterman should have stuck with the top 10 Democrat achievements. Okay. Which is nothing, nothing, no, more no, no, nothing. No, no, no. Here are nothing. 10, 10 fantastic things that Democrats have accomplished this year. The standard of living is up 500% in Ukraine. <laughs> Hilarious memes of Biden eating ice cream have increased 40%. That Paw Patrol movie was actually pretty okay. You've learned to appreciate the taste of bulk ramen. More women of color are piloting the attack drones that bomb Syrian children. That's progress. Afghani women don't have to go to school anymore or work, or make decisions, or live. I was about to say, breathing is pretty difficult for him, too, these days. You bought a house, you're slowly paying off your debts, and you made tons of new friends in Animal Crossing. It's like SimCity. Bob from Newport got married. Congrats, FBI Bob. Oof. An 800% increase in people missing Trump. What a bunch of losers. Also from the Babylon Bee, the two best stories of the night. <laughs> okay. Anyway. You want to keep going on the uh, reaction? So to, uh, to the this? debate between Fetterman and Oz uh, is in the book, and I'm going to make the most non-hyperbolic statement ever made on this site. The debate was the worst, most disturbing thing I've ever seen in politics. This is coming out of Red State News. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I misjudged the moment. I actually thought Fetterman might come into this debate and meet extremely low expectations set for him. But he's much, much worse off than previously revealed. 
And it illustrated that. I'll use just three clips from the debate. Rest assured, my colleagues will be covering much more thorough. Let's start with Fetterman's first answer on not releasing medical records, an issue that will likely top of mind given the performance <laughs> ju he just put on. Yes, it is. It is top of mind. And there, there literally is a video that follows that. And he said... I can spend more than an entire article about talking about this clearly unqualified condition Fetterman is in mentally. Just a week ago, most of the mainstream media were insisting that he indeed was closest to captioning and that he was otherwise fine. The myth was completely debunked on, in an onstage debate. Like as soon as he opened his mouth. We are dealing with a guy who doesn't just have trouble mentally processing what he hears, but he can't mentally process what he wants to say either. And it's like saying that he's fumbling over the occasional word. It's not really happening. As to his medical records, Fetterman had the chance to debate the promise to release them. Instead, he talked to his circles about my doctor, even though his doctor's uh, a campaign donor. My paraphrase of what he said is being kind because actually what he quotes is largely incomprehensible. Moving past that, the issue of fracking, Fetterman was challenged about his 2018 quote of saying he did not ever support the drilling process or fracking ever. Instead of at least trying to explain it himself, the Democrat just saying he supports fracking like a broken robot stuck on a single line. I absolutely support fracking. Moderator, 2018 interview, you didn't support fracking. Fetterman, I've always supported fracking. But, but let's but, go, Brandon. But she didn't. Yeah, exactly. Liar, 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 liar. You lied yeah. all over the place. You're such a liar. socialist medicine, too. Yeah, no shit. That was the other one. He said he, he fully supported socialist medicine, but then in the debate, he said he never supported it. Yeah, you know, he was lying, um, which is just as bad considering he wants to be elected to the U.S. Senate. He's opposed to fracking his entire career until just recently. And he felt like. Uh, using this condition to cover up the instances if he knew that the moderator would just move on. But there's one clip I could show you that shows he's truly broken. And Fetterman's brain is not the next one showing him interrupting Oz in his closing argument. He did do that. Yes. We watched that. Yeah. He want to cut Social Security. Oz was like, no, I, I just said that I didn't want to do that. don't know what you're, I don't know what you're talking, talking about. about, dude. I didn't say that at all. Anyway, he yeah. did do that. Um, but Oz was, he didn't even address it. And this is what I'm talking about. This is what I saw. Oz never addressed it. He never even, he could have gone off right there. Because and he didn't it. need to. But you're right. He didn't need and to. And it would have just made him look like an asshole. So now my question is, Oz showed us something. He's a human. Yeah. At least we know he's human. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a good human. I'm just saying he's human. He's got a heartbeat. Now he's just got to play the rest of his cards out. He's got to show us the rest. Tell us about your involvement in the Bilderberg group. Tell us about what it was like under Oprah. That's what I want to know. How many kids, Oz, did you cover up for Oprah? Ask Laura Logan. I mean, she one, got, she two. got kicked off of Newsmax for saying that the elites eat, eat children or drink the blood of children. 
It's a known fact. What, what do they, you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm done. Sorry. I, want, I'm sorry. You want to move on to New York or you want to keep going? With My this? bad. Yeah. We'll, we'll go on to New York. Okay. So close this one out then move on to the next line. Um, actually, no, no, close, yeah, close that one out, but don't quite move on to the next line yet. Uh, yeah. Close that one. Close that one. What's that one? Uh, yeah, play that one. That's kind of where everything is. Yeah. Live editing. It, it's a lot better, actually, than watching TV. TV, you never know what these conversations are going on. And the editing heads of their editor. Right? And we're just like, no, no, don't play that one. No. Mrs. Dixon says that I kept students out longer than any other state. That's just not true. I worked closely with my Republican and Democratic governors, and kids were out for three months. This is shocking to me that she thinks that schools were only closed for three months, or maybe she thinks she can convince you that schools were only closed for three months, but you know better because your students are the ones that are desperately behind. Michigan gubernatorial candidates clashing over draconian school COVID closures in their second and final debate. Tudor Dixon is the Republican candidate, and she joins us now. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good Thank morning. you for having me. Thanks for coming on. I watched the debate. Uh, how'd you feel about it? I feel it was strong. We were able to call her out for what she's done over the past four years. And then as you can see from that, she's not willing to admit to it. So the Michigan people got to see that she is going to try to rewrite history. I want to ask you about that soundbite we just heard because she said, I only closed schools for, for we were in lockdown for three months, businesses, schools. She's now saying this morning, she's saying that's only the dir a direct result of what she closed down. What's the truth? The truth is that she changed over to the Department of Health and Human Services and forced them to close down schools. And the last time I checked, they do report to the governor's office. She had all the power in the state to say, no, we're not going to have our schools shut down. We're going to make sure our students are back in person learning, just like other states. When we look at, for example, the state of Florida, you saw that those students were sent back to school and Governor DeSantis stood strong for the kids. Governor Whitmer did not. And she made it clear last night that she's willing to try to lie to the people of Michigan. Yeah. Look, folks, <laughs> she fucking took that bitch by her nappy little hair, dragged her across the floor, whooped the fuck out of her on the ground, just beat the absolutely ever living dog shit out of her dragged her soapy bloody moppy fucking head up stuck it in front of the camera and said fuck you bitch and tossed her ass away and today i tell you what i i swear to god my brother called me last or he texted me this morning and he said dude i so hope this bitch wins because if she wins we're gonna be the best state ever to live in you will come to Michigan. Everybody will come to Michigan. We'll see. I was like, I was like, dude, I only hope. You want to keep going? Obviously, we're moving on to Michigan. We'll we'll get we'll go to New York after Michigan. You want to keep going on this? Because yeah. there's more. Yeah, oh no. She fucking absolutely. Okay, well, never mind since you just closed it out. But yeah, go go on with Camel Camilla. No, we'll go with Camilla. I was going on with that in the next one. Shit. What you talking about, woman? Because this is funny. This is, this is, I saw this earlier today. This oh my God, this is ridiculous. Funnier than shit. 
It was a debate that the whole reason, literally, it was a debate. It was called a debate. I understand. Travel to the debate. There were journalists there covering the debate where there would be a debate of differences of opinion and issues. What the fuck? There was a debate. But was it a debate? It was a firefight. That's the word of the day. Debate. That was her word of the day. She was obviously masturbating. Just saying. Oh, my God. Can't believe you just went there. Why? I mean, it was obvious. She was debating so hard. You know she was baiting. That's terrible. Skip down to the third line. You had me baiting. Because that's Michigan. There you go. We're going to skip through some of the Michigan clips. This is funny. Let's see how many voters they choose oh, yeah. in Michigan. This will be interesting. We have to be really careful that we don't kneecap our economy with a radical energy agenda. And Line 5 has not been shut down, but that's not because Gretchen Whitmer hasn't tried. In fact, even Joe Biden came out and said, you can't really shut this down. In fact, Justin Trudeau, who I would say is the most radical environmentalist in the entire world, came out and invoked a 1977 treaty telling Gretchen Whitmer she could not shut down Line 5. So the only reason it's not shut down is because other people have stopped her radical energy agenda. Line 5, just in case you all are wondering, is a major pipeline that runs down from Canada into Michigan, into the rest of the United States, all right? This line is extremely important because it pumps 90% of our crude oil that is pumped into the United States from Canada. Yep. Understand if they shut down line five, Canada would pretty much go belly up because we are the largest consumer of line five that exists because we are that consumer. And even Joe Biden told her this. Yeah, you, you can't shut it down. We'll be completely fucked. Not only would, would it completely fuck us, but it also fuck Canada. Mm-hmm. And that's why Justin Trudeau, who is a straight up radical communist, but obviously smart enough not to shut his own country down, said, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, no, whoa, 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 you Nazi socialist. You just stop that shit right there. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's a scary thought. Yeah. Line five. What a dumb bitch. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just shut it down. People are wondering when the road from their house to work will be fixed. When will that be a priority? Because it's absolutely true that a broken rim is devastating. I know because I had one this year. In fact, I've had five flat tires on these roads. They are a total disaster. And they're costing the people of Michigan $5,000 a year in road repairs. So if this is how she fixes the roads, well, I guess we can look back at her other promises too. What were they? Transparency, clean water, fixing the roads. Failures. Damn. She was out for fucking blood. Bitch was not playing. She's like, oh, what were your other failures? Let me just highlight a couple of them. Oh, clean water and flint. Good job there, bitch. Yeah, dumb twat. Wow. I like... I expected her to like come off the top rope and like drop some like elbow of fucking God on this bitch. Wow. That was impressive. 
I, I enjoy that. The, any of these, these are fun to play. I like these. This is what makes me happy. This is the politics I like. This is where the shit gets real, just for a minute. The governor is being dishonest once again, but that's what you do when you don't have policies to run on, when you killed more seniors than almost any other state, when you were told to stop the policy, but you kept it going, when you could, had such extreme unemployment fraud that you lost $8.5 billion worth of taxpayer money. She crushed our economy. 3,000 businesses, 3,000 restaurants died under Gretchen Whitmer and never came back. Uh, that's all I'm saying is damn. Yeah, ow, I felt that. <laughs> that fucking hurts. Oh, bad. My bad. You know what? I'm not even going to do this anymore because. But these, it's a debate. These all seem. It to was be a debate. Line, these all seem to be lined no, up. No, keep keep going. Yeah, keep going. It's so fun. I'm just going to go to the next one. Yeah. Governor, you've been in office for four years now. <laughs> Harry Truman said the buck stops at your desk. You've had four years to try to fix education in this state. Why is it not where? you would want it to go at least four years ago where you said you want it to go. We've also had some historic challenges over the last <laughs> few years, I think, to put it lightly. You know, Mrs. Dixon says that I kept students out longer than any other state. That's just not true. I worked closely with my Republican and Democratic governors, and kids were out for three months. Mm. Okay. Mm. Three months? No, so, no, no, no. My nephews, yeah. my nephews and niece were out of school for two fucking years. Yeah. Stop. Three months, bitch. Three months times what? Three months to what power, you stupid twat? Mm -hmm. Get out of here. Three months. You, you know, the only reason, and I, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I, my problems with Michigan, but you know, the only reason I even give a shit about Michigan politics is because of my brother. We have family there. He, he lives there. He endures this shit, and he's a cop there too, which is nothing to fucking shake a stick at. So I, I, I got my my reservations about things out there, but. I got to tell you this Gretchen Whitmer bitch, she's out there flapping in left field. Yep. Three months. Three months, my ass. You st hmm. stupid twat. She is. Get her. Get her. I'm pretty sure I just heard an audible gasp around town when Gretchen Whitmer said that kids were out of school for three months. Perhaps she wasn't paying attention to what was actually happening. Even We even had schools that were closed this year. This is shocking to me that she thinks that schools were only closed for three months. Or maybe she thinks she can convince you that schools were only closed for three months. But you know better because your students are the ones that are desperately behind. And the test scores show that she's being dishonest about this. She's being dishonest about even trying to get into these schools to get these schools back on track. Folks, watch this woman. Watch this woman. This is this is something right here. There's something about her. She has got away. Listen about the way she talks about her. She doesn't talk about her like like normal mudslinging. Yeah, she doesn't. She's like, she doesn't no, this is she this is what she wants to convince you of. Yep. 
She, if you if you hear the under, it's kind of like it's almost passive um, aggressive. Uh, what was that? I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Fuck. What was that? The Russian boxer, tall guy. Um, started with an S. His I last name that. did. Sergey. Um, no. He's a Ukrainian dude too. He's supposedly a mayor right now in some city. Anyway, that dude, he used to call, he used to throw what they called the annoying jab. And it was like a half-hearted jab. It wasn't even nothing big. It was like barely like a a love tap. But it was enough that you saw his arm moving, his shoulder moving. So you defended it as such. And it became known as his jab. I just can't remember his fucking name off the top of life of me. I can see his face. I okay, what's the point of the story? The point is, is that's that's what she does. She kind of throws this half-hearted jab that's not, it's meant to hit Whitmer, but it's not really for Whitmer. It's for the other motherfucker standing next to Whitmer. And she does it so well. It's what they want you to, to convince you of. It's how they want you to think. Listen to what she says. She's using specific wording. And we actually call it, um, it's actually reverse psychology. It is something that you use when someone is asking you questions where you and him are trained at the same level that you start asking questions backwards. And the same dude realizes all of a sudden he's outmatched because you're both even. So he has to go get somebody else. It's the same thing. That's what's going on here. Okay. And I think it's I think it's hysterical. It's amazing. It's great to see. It's happening in a real debate. It's the same thing Ron DeSantis does with media. More or less. Yeah. yeah. Almost exactly. Yeah. Almost exactly. Little different because Ron actually goes after. Oh him. yeah. He'll, he'll punch. He'll, she he'll was punch. like she was just. She was baiting she and pokes. pausing. She pokes. Exactly. Yeah. She pokes. She's like, I'm touching you. Ron punches. He's gotten to the point where he punches. I'm she touching just, you. She just, she just, She's doing this. I'm touching you. She, she might twist a nipple a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm touching you. Go ahead and play the next clip before you get all excited. Who's <laughs> getting excited? That's you, not me. Uh, we just played this one. Did we? Yes. Well, then what the fuck? Well, because you, you didn't set it up. You started talking. Well, yeah. I said, play the next clip. I'm sorry, your brain injury doesn't enable you to keep up with 30 seconds. Uh, Jesus. I'm done fettering. You are retarded. I'm done fettering. You're retarded. I'm done fettering. Yeah, you're retarded. I'm done fettering. Okay. I had to look at my underwear for that. Federal. Booter Dixon was the clear winner. She's speaking directly to the concerns top of voters' minds. Inflation, the economy, gas and groceries, and parental rights. Gretchen Whitmer was largely defensive, and I think that came across through the entire debate. In fact, she was pretty dismissive in some ways of Tudor Dixon and the question a lot of voters have about her record. Yep. I, I can't help I can't help but say the same thing. Holy shit, here we go. This is bad. But this is also bad for us. Yeah. Why? Well, not necessarily with the governors. I'm more concerned with the House and the Senate. Why is it bad for us? The governors could actually do something. Why is it bad for us? Why do you think it's bad for us? You tell me. You told me before. No, I think the House and the Senate are going to. The House and the Senate clip. Just say one thing. Just say what you were. You told me before, please. So everybody else can hear. I already did. I said at the beginning of the show. 
It was my opening rant. No, I didn't hear it. You're right. I was somewhere else. <laughs> you were trying to shut me up, and I was like, no, I'm talking. Shut up. But you're right, though. I, I see this now. It, it will suck later for us yeah. because when Trump runs in 24, See, do I we think- have a tougher issue in 24 if the Republicans do nothing? Yes. We have a much more difficult issue. But I think we have, wake- we have awakened enough of what we need to keep it going. And I think if we get good Republican governors in, I should say good America first governors in that will, that will highlight the difference between Congress and Senate and the States. The best possible scenario, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, but the best possible scenario to take everything in 2024 is if we get Republican governors in now, but we don't take the house and the Senate. That would really suck. I know it would. It would really, it would get, it would be really hard. It would be, it would be so bad. But if we did that, then we would keep the, I think we would keep the White House, the the House and the Senate for a decade. Hmm. I'm just, that's just how I see it. I I don't see the American people. But it's not going to happen. I I don't see. Because we're into instant gratification. We don't know how to play the long game. No, no, no. I, I don't see the American people standing for it. That's well. There's what that I too. See. I don't. I don't know that we're going to go another. I don't see the American people sitting two idly by, just mm-hmm. waiting, watching, waiting. watching fucking people who have never Trusting done anything. The plan, waiting for something to happen. I know. I, I don't see that happening. I know. Well, played dirty mop head from yesterday. So she, she didn't go back to peach, hmm. or whatever she was wearing, orange. Fucking orange is the new black. Whatever. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. President Biden last year likened the the new Georgia voting law to, quote, Jim Crow in the 21st century. But turnout so far in the state's midterm elections has smashed midterm records. Uh, Today it topped 1 million votes overall. That's about 70 percent more than 2018 on par with uh, presidential election turnout. Was President Biden wrong with his assessment of Georgia's Georgia's voting law? Where does he stand by that Jim Crow comparison? So, as you know, I got to be careful. Uh, I cannot get into politics from here, uh, so won't com- comment specifically on that race or on the elections or the data that's coming out uh, of Georgia, but the president has been very clear that based on the, the big lie, uh, there have been a host of anti-voter policies forced on states that challenge America's fundamental fundamental right uh, to vote, right? The access to voting. Well, wait a minute. Wait we've a minute. Wait record a minute. We've turnout had record in turnout we had in Georgia. Over a million people vote early in the midterms. I, I just want to punch her right in her fallopian tube. Seri- Fuck her seri- mouth. Seriously. I want to hit her fallopian tube because I don't want her ever to reproduce. She's such an... Holy shit. And she can't talk about politics. You're the fucking press secretary for the president of the United States and you can't talk about politics. Your whole life is politics. Look, twat, you can talk about politics because you, you talk, talk about, about it every day. Ongoing elections. You just can't talk about ongoing elections. That's exactly. it. That's all you can't say from the podium. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. This is it's wow. So, I know it's so ridiculous. 
This bitch is absolutely amazing. She can lie as if no one, no one is going to call her on it. Is the White House observing instances of voter suppression in Georgia and other states that adopted some of these laws over the last two years? Uh, look, we we have seen ourselves, I just laid out, we've seen ourselves from what legislation, uh, state legislations that we have seen across the country uh, that is suppressing the right to vote. Uh, and uh, look, we believe that people should have the fundamental uh, access uh, to voting. Uh, as you know, very early in this administration, the president signed an executive order on how he can, what he can do from the federal level to make voting easier uh, for the uh, for the American people, he did that on the anniversary of, of Selma, the, mar the march uh, that we know uh, the icon John Lewis uh, helped to lead, and he wanted to make sure that he he took action and not just words. Uh, so, as you know, the president is very attuned to this. Uh, but again, I don't want to get into specifics of what is currently happening in one race. Folks, hold on, whoa, whoa. time out. I have one question for you. Hmm. One very, very, very simple question. So at this point, 10 years ago, at this point, 10, year, 10 years ago, same time, 10 years ago, okay? The number of people that have voted in comparison, all right, is up over 1,300%. 1,300% in 10 years. Well, 10 years ago, we didn't have early voting the way we did now. So now I have a question. How the fuck is anybody stopping any human being from voting at all? Well, I have an answer to that. We require a voter ID. We require you to be a citizen. We require you to be breathing. So apparently all of these people have met those predetermined conditions. So where's the problem? I mean, you have to be alive. That's a problem. You have to have, you have to be a citizen of the United States and you have to have ID. And remember, oh, remember oh, black people be, don't know where the DMV is. To be a Democrat. Oh, that's right. Because that's they're all criminals. No, that's what Joe said. They're all wanted. They don't, no, they yeah, don't have I IDs. know. He also said that they're all wanted. Oh, that's yeah. why we'll they don't go get ID. What he said. But yeah, exactly. Um, hey, you all have fun with that one. I'm just telling you what Joe said. Hmm, close this one out. But I'm the racist because I'm a Republican. Get the fuck out. You're, no, you're the racist because you're white. Oh, I thought it was a MAGA Trump Republican. No, silly. What are you thinking? Uh, Joe said it. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Yes, we're suppressing the deceased vote. How dare you? You're alive. How dare you? Damn it. Does it oh, I forgot to do it again. Oh, it's still not there. Yep. And speaking generally, of course, more broadly, uh, of course, uh, high turnout and voter suppression can take place at the same time. They don't have to be, uh, one doesn't have to happen on its own. They could be happening at the same time. But I'll leave it there without being able to really dig into uh, the politics of this. No, bitch. That's not how it works. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? If you have a high turnout, Nobody's being stopped from going to a fucking poll. What is wrong with you? Uh, Holy shit, retard. Fuck. My, my 10-year-old understands that. Oh.
You have got to be kidding me. Okay, let's stop playing her because I think you might have a stroke on air. Fuck her. No, this, this is what you all need to hear because holy shit, please play this for your friends. <sighs> oh okay. my, I, I, I've seen stupidity before. This is a new level. They are openly lying. They don't even give a fuck anymore. They could care. They expect you to be retarded. I don't know. Do, do you feel offended? Anybody? And, you know, it is, it is, um, it is, you know, it is not, uh, it is a, it is, you know, it is reckless. It is playing a reckless game with our economic, with our economy. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is what? It is, it is. Was it that an answer to your question? I thought you'd like that here. Now you'll like, speaking of racist here, because this is what I wanted to get to right here. I don't, no matter what happens next month, more than a third of the nation that would go along with this is reason to be afraid. America needs to repent for its worship of whiteness on, on full display. That is Senator Raphael Warnock. Wow. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're a fucking racist. We might dude. need to make a clip of that. America you needs are to repent such a for racist. Worship of whiteness. Holy fuck. Dude, what is wrong with you? America needs to repent for its worship of whiteness. You're white. That's what's wrong with you. You didn't know that? No, fuck that shit, because this guy has got it going on. This this is pretty hysterical. This will leave you laughing. This a little is uh, bit. Bryson Gray. You gotta love this one. Y'all know the company Adidas that just canceled Kanye West for being anti-Semitic. Their history is interesting. This was founded by Adolf Dazzler, which is where the name Adidas come from. From AD, his nickname was Addy, and his last name was Daz. So that's where the term Adidas come from. But interestingly enough. He was a Nazi, and I mean a literal Nazi. They even used to sign their letters, Hail Hitler. So if they're cutting ties with Kanye over anti-Semitic remarks, shouldn't they at the very least change their name? Cancel Adidas, what are we even talking about? He, guys got it right. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. What the fuck? What are we talking about? Why are we having this conversation? Here, I'll tell you what we're talking about. I, I, I got another one for you. Let me see. This is this is speak. I why 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 have the conversation? Why are why am I even having to say why are we having this conversation? Here, here you go. Here's why we're having this conversation. If I can fucking get I it have to no work idea. for fuck's sake. Good God. All right. What is Christian nationalism? Is it good? No. No, it is not. This dangerous movement is filled with Christians who love America and vote for Republicans. It is the gravest danger the American church has ever faced. It is important to stop this wicked, depraved, idolatrous movement before they organize another insurrection, or worse, elect a Republican. What are its origins? 
One day, Trump had a meeting with Satan in his underground lair and concocted a diabolical plan to trick Christians into voting for him ah, that's so funny. <laughs> by banning abortion and helping all the people find jobs. Which means to me jobs. That's what it means, jobs. Thus, Christian nationalism was born, and millions of so-called Christians voted for Trump, even though he's not a perfect man. Unlike all the other politicians, despicable. What do Christian nationalists believe? Christian nationalists literally worship Trump. They think he's a god. They pray to him and stuff. At least some of them do. The rest worship Jesus, but still voted for Trump, which is really no different than worshiping him. Here are some telltale signs of being a Christian nationalist. Prayer. Going to church. Having lots of kids. Being white. Or being any other race, but still loving America. Reading the Constitution. Building walls insurrecting things, dancing around a golden Trump statue, and sacrificing virgins in a roaring fire in the light of the full moon. Here are some famous adherents of Christian nationalism. Adolf Hitler, Satan, and Donald Trump. Who is Satan and Hitler? Here are some famous opponents of Christian nationalism. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, David French, Joseph Stalin, David French, Fidel Castro, and David French. We hope this helpful explainer has helped you and been helpful. Now, go find a Christian nationalist and slap them with a fish. Oh, hi. Satan here. I just wanted to tell you, as the father of lies, I'm so proud of the Babylon Bee for spreading right-wing misinformation under the guise of satire. Just like me, they're tricking grammars on Facebook every day, so like and subscribe or whatever you do you. Uh, what? That's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. You guys weren't sure where that was going at first. Everyone's like, what is this? What's going on? Wait, what the fuck are you playing? Yeah, no. Okay. It's a Babylon Bee, y'all. <laughs> All right. New York. The top line. Oh, yeah. We'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll get into some of New York here before we, uh, before we do our tribute. Yes. This governor who still to this moment. Oh, shit. I didn't even. Yeah. Pull it up. Oh, I got to pull it up first. Yeah. This governor, who still to this moment, we're at, what are we, halfway through the debate? She still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. Okay. Anyone is- who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change they made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important to you. All I know is that we could do more. I don't, I don't know why that's so important to you. I, I don't know why. Why is that so? I, I, I don't know why. But our laws. Especially with the new bail now, they face consequences of going back out on the street and doing exactly immediately what they did before yes and they go back to committing the same crime they were doing 12 times just before that so without ever going what's the point in front of a judge what is the point i don't know they don't know either apparently the governor of new york my opponent still can't finish this sentence so you can't expect her to ever fix it but new york leads the entire nation in population loss because she actually got asked this question by the media a few weeks ago when she was at Binghamton Airport. She probably would love to have a redo because she messed it up that time. For me, you ask me, why does New York lead the entire nation in population loss? Because their wallets, their safety, their freedom, and their quality of their kids' education are under attack. So they're hitting their breaking point. 
They're looking at other states like the Carolinas, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and elsewhere. And they feel like their money will go further, they'll feel safer, and they'll live life freer. The state is at a crossroads. We were at a crossroads in 1994 when New York elected George Pataki. And we're at a crossroads right now. But as far as what happens with Kathy Hochul and one-party rule for four more years, outsized power of self-described socialists, we need balance and common sense restored to Albany. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely, bro. I, I don't argue that part at all. They absolutely need balance and fucking common everything. Sense common sense restored Albany. to yeah. Albany. Absolutely. New York absolutely does. You need to get rid of this retard bitch. Now, folks, the, hold on. I apologize. I got to cut in here because this is just more important. There, there's a reason why we're playing this. It, it's not because... This was such a horrible night. No, you have no idea how big of a horrible night this was. This night tremored across all parties. All right. To, to the point to today, this afternoon at 2 p.m., they now are calling the governor race in the state of Connecticut neck and neck. Connecticut? Yes. Connecticut. Connecticut. Might flip red. Holy, holy shit. Can you imagine if, if New York we and Connecticut start flip red? flipping blue states red? And in the governor's, that would be awesome. Play the next one. That'd be fucking into the world. So it's not a big surprise, though. Don't listen to these other ass clowns. And I'm going to call you out, Bongino. I'm calling you out as an ass clown because you said, oh, big surprise. Connecticut, it's a neck and neck race now. No, 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 dumbass. No, no, no. It's obvious. American people are fucking suffering. They're fed up. We're tired of the bullshit. We're tired of the constant crap that you constantly feed down our throats every four years when somebody else has got to get elected. Nothing ever gets done. We're tired of it. We're not asking the question anymore. Stop kicking the can down the road. Fucking fix it. We're telling you, fuck you. Watch this. Yep. And that's what's going on. I would do it all over again when I did last year, that mandate for health care workers, because no one after what we went through in this state and the loss of life and how people didn't survive being in a nursing home. I said our healthcare workers, when you walk into a doctor's office, a hospital or nursing home, you shouldn't contract COVID from the person charged with taking care of you. Was- now, do you see what I'm saying? She'd do it all over again. She did not lie. She said, nope, nope. She doubled down on it. She said, oh, I'll do it again. Absolutely, 100%. How dare you question me on this? Yep. Who are you? Fuck you, America. Watch this. Hold my but beer. Think about what she said, because when people come into the hospital, they shouldn't contract COVID from someone that's taking care of them. The jab doesn't stop you from transmitting COVID. Yeah, we already know this. This is an so, undeniable fact. I mean, it's been admitted. It's uh, by Pfizer themselves. Yep. So you didn't get the memo, Hochul. Apparently not. Apparently not. 
Will you follow the CDC's recommendation to add COVID vaccines to children's vaccine schedules? One year ago when I became governor, we were still experiencing the effects of the Delta variant, and it was scary. And children weren't able to get back to school unless we directed them to make sure that they had the opportunity to wear a mask. A mask was able to get kids back into schools. That is important to me to keep children in schools. But at this point now, we have so many vaccines available. Remember, it wasn't that long ago when they were in short supply. Lines around the block, there was nothing. I hate to say this. I hate to butt in. No, no, keep going. She just lied. She just lied twice on stage. Okay. She said it was only three months that kids were out of school. No, that's, she said, that's not what she said. That's what Whitmer said. That's, this is Hochul. This isn't Whitmer. No. Okay. I thought I thought it was nope. Whitmer that no, was the one that New York. just said it. Okay. Nope. Because I was about to say, holy shit. At the pharmacy, there was a real panic around this. Now, because we have plentiful vaccine supply and everybody should get their booster. I had my booster. I'm getting my flu shot tomorrow. You know, we have this triple threat. We have seen what's happening in other states, and I'll be addressing it tomorrow. The, uh, The respiratory illnesses for children, more COVID cases, as well as the flu. It's all coming together. She's going to die. That's exactly. It's over for her. Have a good night. You just got your booster and you're going to get your flu shot. You're going to get your flu shot. Yeah. Those two are activation signals. Good night. You're going to die. Yeah. I mean, the the reality is, and I've been asking for months and my opponent still can't finish the sentence. You can't expect her to ever fix it. But New York leads the entire nation in population loss because. No. She actually got asked this question by the media a few weeks ago when she was at Binghamton Airport. She probably would love to have a redo because she. Sorry, guys. My bad. You pulled down two of the same clip. Yeah. Hun. Normally it doesn't let me do that. Must come from two different sources. Well, listen, you ask the will of the people. They want to see reform. Even Mayor Adams says that judges should have discretion to weigh dangerousness. I don't think that if you're two Mexican cartel drug smugglers busted with $1.2 million worth of crystal meth, that you should just be instantly released on cashless bail. Now, Kathy Ockel supports cashless bail. As soon as it got implemented, she was out there bragging about it. She chose the champion of the defund the police movement and the architect of cashless bail, Brian Benjamin. Yeah, that guy who got arrested and had to resign. That was her first big decision to make him the lieutenant governor. We need to repeal cashless bail. We need to repeal the HALT Act. Amend raise the age and less is more. We need to make our streets safe again. I'm running to take back our streets and to support unapologetically our men and women in law enforcement. Enforcement. This is about all of us together, Republicans, Democrats, independents, as New Yorkers, to make sure our streets are safe again, to make sure our subways are safe again. This is our opportunity. Two weeks from tonight, we can continue with the status quo where they believe they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws, or we could take control of our destiny and make sure law-abiding New Yorkers are in charge of our streets again. That's that on her face. Yeah, well, that's a great point that he brought up, though. Yeah. I mean, how many times do you have to go down in a subway tunnel and have to be worried about getting pushed out on a platform? They actually, they bring that up, I believe. Uh, I think he brings it up in the next clip. I know they bring Good. it up in one Fuck of Good. Fuck that clips. twat, because she needs to answer that one. That's yep. the most important one of all. I mean, some people have never been on a subway platform in New York City. There are people that come there all the time. And you mean to tell me that you're going to let this go on? Bullshit. 
And you, you have people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Go talk to the Asian American community and how it's impact them with the loss of lives. Jewish people targeted with raw, violent anti-Semitism on our streets. It just happened yet again. We need to be talking about all of these other crimes, but instead, Kathy Hochul's too busy patting herself on the back. Job well done. No, actually, right now, there should be a special session. The state legislature should come back and they should overhaul Castle's bail and these other pro criminal laws with zero tolerance, but they're saying, elect me. She says, elect me, and then you'll find out where maybe I'll stand on this issue in January. He's, <laughs> he is on fire. Folks, that shit is smack dab right in the middle of it. I love it. That is awesome. Yeah, that oh, yeah. is the way you got to debate somebody. I, I hope you got to call him on it. Polls New York. I really do. That would be crazy would be if New York went red. Yep. Wow. That would be a monster, like, holy shit moment for the rest of the world to go, wow, New York just went red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a big one. Today's New York Post cover says it all, declaring New York Congressman Lee Zeldin the winner in his heated debate against New York Governor Kathy Hochul. The two sparring over abortion, the economy, New York's surging crime rate in the only televised debate. Joining the conversation all morning long this morning, Fox Business's Dagan McDowell, the King's College in Manhattan professor and Fox News contributor Brian Brenberg, and the Wall Street Journal assistant editorial page editor James Freeman. Great to see everybody this morning. We have a morning. lot to wow. get through. Uh, wait, Kathy Hochul says she doesn't understand why it was so important to understand why criminals should be in jail. It was an unbelievable line that she, she knows that's the reason Zeldin is catching her. And she says it in her only debate. That was a disaster for her. She looked like somebody who didn't want to debate last night and she didn't want to debate, which is why we got only one on October 25th, Zeldin had energy. He was pressing the issues that he knows matters. It was an interesting debate for those reasons. Yeah, I mean, that's why we look at the body language, because it yeah. did look like she was sort of like, you know, not really into it, James. But the fact that she's saying, I don't know why this is so important. Well, maybe it's because of all of the dead people as a result of murder spikes in, the U in, in New York. Yeah, obviously, Zeldin's been pressing a very compelling case on the crime problem and the incumbent doesn't can't seem to decide whether it's a real issue or not mm. kind of going back and forth between saying there's a real fear and and dismissing it and asking Zeldin why he's so hung up on this stuff hello um it, it is an issue and it, I think it's also worth pointing out she is the incumbent uh, somewhat accidentally she was not elected governor so she hasn't been through this before in terms of having to get out there and make the case why she should be elected governor. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, of course, resigned, and that's how she took this office. And uh, maybe we saw last night that uh, she's not, maybe not ready. Yeah, I'm just always grateful when a politician screws up and tells you what they really think <laughs> yeah, and yeah, feel. Right. Really exposes it. Yeah, that's as, what she did. In the last 24 hours, I've seen a psychotic woman nearly clear out an entire Whole Foods and drove by a crime scene this morning where two people were stabbed. Jeez. Oh, my God. Because that's New York for you these days. I, uh... Rest your case. I, I, I don't have anything more to say to this. This is... Like, uh, I, I expected this. 
I have told you all about this, told you don't put any stock in the mayor, don't put any stock in anything else that we saw in New York. Uh, New York's on its way down. Yeah, New York's insane. It, it can't get any crazier. Really can't. I mean, it can. Um, Play that Tucker clip right there. Because it is getting a little crazier in New York. A little bit. A little bit. We a little bit. I mean, can't really get much more crazier than it already is. Mm. Yeah, and treated you like you were a leper, like you were unclean, like you were morally unfit to live in this country. What did that do to you? Yeah, you know, it, it was horrible. We worked through the height of the pandemic. Um, by the time the mandate for us came down, for us, you know, like, we felt like the pandemic was already over. You know, the, the height yeah. of the pandemic was was done. Oh, it's it's one of the most unjust and cruel things this country has ever allowed to happen. Christina, thank you for your representation in this case. Um, did you expect to win? I mean, I'm, I was sort of shocked to see that you won. Were you? It's funny. Lawyers don't typically bring lawsuits like this because it's a very high legal burden to prove that the city's action is arbitrary and capricious. But here... You have the city, it's so lacking in reason what they did to firefighters like Tim, basically saying that they are a threat to public health, that we were easily able to win. Unfortunately, the city did appeal, and so the fight does not end here, and we have to continue this legal battle for Tim and others like him. And I hope you, you, you intend to, I assume. Of course, yeah. Well, we were hoping that the city would comply and reinstate Tim, the Judge Porzio of the New York State Supreme Court, ordered that he was to be reinstated. Basically, the city didn't have the authority to issue a vaccine mandate as a term of employment in the first instant, instance. It's, and then exactly. they, they violated the law when uh, deciding religious exemptions. And they also didn't have the power to terminate people who didn't comply with this order. But what we have here, Tucker, is a city drunk with power with no fiscal responsibility. So why not bring a frivolous appeal when you have New York City taxpayer dollars to play with, endless resources, teams of lawyers? What we need here is Mayor Adams to rescind this mandate. Let these yes. city workers get back to doing what they do best, protecting the people of New York City. Yeah, it's almost impossible for a unionized teacher in the city of New York to be fired for anything. And then they go after the best people in the city, it's firefighters over this. And I'm just so grateful that you all fought back and we are definitely rooting for you fervently. Now, some of that, I, I put some blame on Tucker there. Okay. Cause of what he just said. Okay. Cause I'm sorry when, when you don't recognize everybody evenly, there is no matter what a modicum of disrespect offered to one side or the other. Yeah, and the way Tucker just worded that, he said the mo the people with the most respect, who deserve the most respect, firefighters and police officers, not teachers. You know, yeah. What what about what about the? You have to be even with it. Yeah. You can't say that. What what about the bodega clerk that stood up and said, "No, I won't get the jab," or the the teacher, or the I mean the. I mean, the, you're claiming janitor or I one mean, over the other. Don't do that. We're not about that. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying is we should have the right to say no. Yep. That's all we're saying. 
If you don't want to do something, you shouldn't have to in this country because that's what our forefathers found. That's what our forefathers fought for. That is what the forefathers put in front of us and said, only you can fuck this up. Only you. Your call. You know, that reminds me of that scene from Dazed and Confused when the pothead says that, you know, back in the day, old Martha, when George came home, she'd hand him a fully packed bowl. You remember that scene? Yeah. That, there you go, babe. Yeah. It's that time. And there is it's past a that fully time, packed actually. Bro, bowl. Yep. So. Pack it up. Roll it up. Light it Park up. it up. Smoke it up. Here, babe, you hit it first. Smoke it down. Yeah, I don't care about that one. So while we're here, I think I'm taking election day off. Good. I talked to uh, Megan from Kush Creams last night uh, after the show. And because uh, she listened to the show and she was like, I never told you guys what the discount was because promo code defiant works. And Mick had said 25%, which is not accurate. It's 15%. But because Mick said 25% for the next 30 days, so basically until Thanksgiving, when you order Kush Creams with promo code DEFIANT, not only do you get 15% off, but you get a free jar of Kush Creams valued at $30. So you're basically getting your 25% off. Yeah. Lindsay, I know you already got your Kush Creams, so um, I, I got one coming in the mail for you. Don't you worry. Um, but uh, I, We didn't know. I yep. apologize. So Kush My Creams, bad. KushCreams.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. Save 15% on your order. And for the next 30 days... Get a free jar of Kush creams valued at thirty dollars. Yes. So uh, mix fuck up. Did did you guys good? So there you go. We we always try to end out on the bad note with a good note. There you are. Exactly. So. All right. I actually had no idea to be honest with you. I was guessing. I know. It should be lit anyway. Hit it. And of course, when you layer it with the serious CBD, that shit is awesome. So, uh, seriouscbd.square.site, promo code defiant gets you 35% off right now. Serious CBD. Seriouscbd.square.site. Yes, go there, check it out. Uh, again, uh, I, I still I love their topical. Uh, we we do the topical and then the yep. Kush cream yep. with the 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 cooling because uh, that cooling it does a lot for the nerve. If you're not if you don't have nerve pain, then I would say don't do it. But if you've got nerve pain and you, you deal with it a lot, Tara, I know you do. You know what I'm talking about when when I talk about this. Um, the nerve pain is the worst. It's the most intense. It hurts the worst. And uh, when I, I I talk about my arthritis swelling up. A lot of the time it's one hand, it's not the other. Uh, 
And the reason it's one hand, not the other, because it's not actually arthritis. It's actually the nerve just being overactive, overstimulated, angry, pissed, as I like to call it. And it causes all sorts of different problems. But if you've got that type of stuff, this is the stuff you use. Because I tell you, I'm not bullshitting y'all. This is all I use. I, I don't use anything else. There's no other pain products other than weed. Yes, CLB, uh, CBD, CBD and THC is exactly what he used to get off of all pharmaceuticals. He started all with CBD, um, then added the THC, but the CBD got him off of 90%. The THC got him off the rest. Yeah. So I got to say CBD was the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. By far. Made such a huge in difference. The in the pain life. department, it doesn't kill it, but it numbs it enough that you don't feel it for the rest of the day. I, I have the worst feet. Like my feet are, he'll tell you, my feet are terrible. Adderall. What helped with the Adderall? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Actually, the, you, you the want to know what you, with the Adderall. You really want to know what helped with the Adderall? I guess I realized that there was nothing wrong with me. What everybody else was saying was a problem. I, I didn't see it as a problem anymore. I, I I kind of realized all of a sudden that what people were saying, they were saying, well, you, you're doing stuff backwards. No, I was just figuring a new way out to do it. Like I, my brain was literally piecing out a new way to do it because it knows it's done it before. It just doesn't remember how to do it. So now it's trying to piecemeal a new way to do it. That's it. And part of the reason that you were on the Adderall too is because so many of the medications were, they were so sleepy oh, oriented, like they Fuck. put you to sleep that the Adderall was literally to keep you awake. Uh, well, part of it was the, because yeah, they that can't, was, they can't prescribe straight methamphetamine. So, you know, they do the next best thing. Yeah. They give you Adderall. Adderall, which also puts your blood pressure through the fucking roof. Yep. And the other day I go and then the, they give them blood pressure medication to counteract the Adderall. I went in the other day and they took my blood pressure and my blood pressure amazingly was 123 over 74. Uh, yep. Two steps away from being perfect. That's like where mine is. But anyway, I was saying I have my feet, my feet itch all the time. Like I have the worst feet. And um, today just getting in the car, like I was like, shit, my feet, my feet itch. And I had a little thing of uh, Kush creams, one of the little sample things in the car. And I was like, Ooh, let me throw some of that on my feet. My feet are, uh, as soon as I put it on, it was like, and not even the cooling one, just the regular, um, just the, the regular, it was the lemon diesel actually. And, uh, man, it's great. My feet don't itch at all. I'm, I'm telling you, we, we don't, we, we don't put this shit out there unless we use it ourselves. Yeah. So you can always guarantee if I'm pushing a product, I already use it. Um, the Kush creams, the fucking toothpaste. Holy shit, the toothpaste. Get the toothpaste. Yes, first. fresh mouth life. It's amazing. I can tell you right now, get the toothpaste. I do not have a cavity because of that toothpaste. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. I know I was getting one. And when we got the next jar of toothpaste in, boom, it's gone. Yep. I'm telling you. Fresh mouth um, life. This guy. I, I we gotta dependence. We gotta figure out how to promote him. Okay. I'll because this, I, I can tell you another thing too. Although I think it added to my neck injury. Um, I can also tell you that I, this is. Another no, that's true. Cause I was taking um, the other day when I got out of the shower, I was taking, uh, I was taking pictures of, of a couple checks to deposit in the bank. 
And, uh, and I couldn't hold my hand steady. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh shit, I don't have my pendant. I went and got my pendant and I came back first try. No problem. The, the app picked up the, cause my hands were steady. It, it was a night and day difference, but anyway. Um, but yes, the toothpaste, it does really make brushing your teeth a whole new experience. It's amazing. So freshmouth.life, that toothpaste is freaking phenomenal. I, I can tell you, I, I don't have the feeling, the sensation anymore when I drink coffee, nothing. Mm -hmm. It's all gone. Because if you remember uh, when I was on yep. James's show, I was talking about it. I was like, holy shit. Like I, I was telling you get James that sensitivity for hot and cold, just and where yeah. it, it just where it tweaks it. It's like, Ooh, shit. You know, you gotta start paying attention to your teeth just a little bit more, you know? And, uh, man, I gotta tell you, nope. I was just brushing with the normal fluoride shit. I came home, we had the fresh mouth was in and I gotta tell you, it's been gone. I haven't even felt it once. Yep. Yes. Sarah, fresh mouth dot life. Give yep. it a shot. Give it a shot. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. It is amazing. Now the mouthwash stuff, I'm still trying to figure out. Um, when well, I, it, it was so small, we couldn't actually read the directions cause we're old. Yeah. So I, I'm still trying to figure that one out, but when I put that one together, I'll let you know because um, we don't know about the mouthwash. Skip Colorado for now. Do me a favor. Let's uh, let's watch the, the video of Biden's Biden's remarks today up the, in the blue outline. Yeah, that one. Cause Biden gave a speech today and rather than pull clips from it, you know, it's not going to be all 15 minutes anyway. So we're just going to play it. Cause last yeah. time I pulled clips from it, you yelled at me and you were like, you missed this and you missed that. Good morning. Oh, fuck that. I'm Rohit Go. Chopra, the director of the that we at the CIA yeah, don't care about you. And another yep, on still don't care about you. all of government financial protection in the pocket. There you go. It's good for them and it's good for businesses that follow the law. I'd now like to turn it over to the president to talk more about these all of government efforts to tackle junk fees. Good idea, Def. Thank you. Well, good morning. Today, my administration uh, is announcing new actions to lower the cost of everyday living for American families. To put more money in the pockets of middle income and working class Americans, to hold big corporations accountable. And these steps will immediately start saving Americans collectively billions of dollars in unfair fees. And I'm here with the director of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, Mr. Chopra, as well as the chair of the Federal Trade Commission, Lena Khan. And we're remembering, uh, we're, they're, they're members of the Competition Council that I created last year to promote competition across the economy and lower costs for families. One of the key things I've asked the council to take on was the unfair hidden fees known as junk fees that are taking real money, real money out of your pockets, real money out of the pockets of American families. Things like, as been mentioned, surprise banking overdraft fees, excessive credit card late fees, hidden hotel booking fees, or those huge termination charges to stop you from switching cable and internet plans to, do, to a better deal. Surprise charges the companies sneak into bills because they can. In fact, there's an entire industry that's popping up in America to help companies use complicated algorithms to hide fees that hurt consumers and help them. These things add up. Remember we talked in the beginning of the administration about the study done, I think it was at Penn, that if an average family got a $400 in uh, charges or bills in a month, 
that they couldn't pay, they'd have to sell something and or have to ha and or have to borrow the money. Well, <clears throat> this adds up to more than four hundred dollars for a lot of families. The way I think about it, the way have you heard me say it before, my dad used to talk about it, and so many other people talk about it around their kitchen tables. How much your monthly bills? How much do you have to pay for necessities? And is there enough left over just to have a little breathing room? We're making progress in bringing down the cost of families. And by the way, the price of gasoline continues to fall. It's down for the third week in a row. They're down $1.25 a gallon from the beginning of the summer. And gas prices in the decade before the pandemic were averaging $3.30 before the pandemic. Before During Obama's here. years. During the pandemic, there was no one was driving, so the gas prices went down. But even with historic recovery, we're seeing in the economy of 10 million new jobs and unemployment of 3.5%, gas prices are continuing to go down. And because they're going down, we're making serious progress in getting prices close to what they were before the pandemic. The most common price right now in America is $3.39 a gallon. It's going to come down more. And they're going to come down even further when gas companies, when the oil companies agree to our demand, my demand to pass on the savings from the price of a barrel oil, which is considerably down, to the pump, where, in fact, you get, you get charged by the gallon. Each year, but each year, these junk fees, in addition, that companies charge cost America tens of billions of dollars, weighing down family budgets and making it harder for people to pay their bills. So my administration is taking action to eliminate these fees. First, imagine this. Your child outgrows his bicycle and you decide to sell it online. And someone pays you a check, pays you 30 bucks for the bicycle or something. Days later, that check that you got paid with, that you deposited in your bank, it bounces. You didn't know it was bad, but you get charged 15 bucks. Yeah, people don't you pay with checks online. You get charged 15 bucks. It's wrong. It's ridiculous. It's unfair. My administration is making clear today it's illegal as well. Second, my administration is also making clear surprise overdraft fees are illegal. Listen to how those fees work. And some of you, you all know this, I mean, because you know from your everyday lives. But you pay a bill and uh, you double check your bank account to make sure before you write the check that you have enough in your account to cover it. You've gotten the money, so you go ahead and you pay. Then it turns out your balance wasn't up to date because your bank was slow in processing other charges. And by the time the bank gets around to setting the, settling the transaction, you've overdrawn your account. You're charging overdraft fee that runs around $35 okay. each time. All right, all right, hold on. All it's right. not your fault. Seriously. When <sighs> Mick used to do this shit all the time, and it used to drive me nuts. And this is why I am now in charge of money in our house, okay? He would go to the ATM. And he'd, he'd go to the bank, he'd go to the ATM and he'd check his balance and he'd say, I have $600 in there. And he'd take out $300 and he'd fucking blow it on whatever. And it was even before he was doing drugs. So I don't know what the fuck he blew it on. He just, I don't know what, the, whatever. Right. And I was like, you can't just do that. Did you account for all of your monthly fees that come out? Your, you know, your audible, your car payment, your car insurance. He's like, well, no. Because you have to balance your fucking checkbook. If you don't balance your checkbook and who, who writes a check for anything? Who accepts checks online anymore? I'm sorry. If you buy something from me on, 
I don't have Facebook anymore, but say Instagram marketplace, right? You better fucking cash at me or Venmo me that shit. You're not going to snail mail me a check and then I'm going to send you something. And if you do snail mail me a check, you're damn skippy. I'm going to wait for that bitch to clear before I put my thing in the mail to go to you. This is common sense. This is basic money management. Okay. The basic of basic money management. He is just pandering to idiots that don't know how to balance their fucking checkbook. And now who's going to, now who's going to stroke out? Not me. Okay. And the other thing, hidden fees. All right. I worked in hotels for years. Let me tell you here in Savannah, say your rate is $200 a night. Pretty average. Um, and then tax is 13%, 6% local tax, 7% state tax. And then you have $6 in fees. You have a dollar occupancy fee that the city of Savannah assesses that pays for the free ferry that goes from one end of River Street to the other and then over to the convention center and back, okay? And then you have a $5 fee assessed by the state of Georgia that pays for the road work in Atlanta that's always 10 years behind. Is he going to get rid of those fees? Are those fees now illegal? They're assessed by the city and the state. They're fees, but they're fees rather than taxes because the city and the state want to get paid even if you're tax exempt. That's why they're fees and not taxes. This is how this works. Because if you're tax exempt, we can't collect on your government fares. Correct. But we can still collect city and state fees. Correct. So that's why fees are in place. Are they fun? No. Do they exist? Yeah. And now there are other, there are other fees. I agree. They have resort fees. My hotel didn't charge us, but they certainly considered it. But in order to put a resort fee into effect, there are some restrictions there. You have to have aspects of a resort. You have to have bicycles. You have to have a tennis court. You have to have more than just a pool. Yeah. You have to have a spa, a tennis court, uh, bicycles for rent, a golf course, etc. And then you pay a resort fee because you have access to those facilities that aren't available at an, a standard boutique hotel. Yep. Then there's a parking fee that you don't pay unless you're parking a vehicle. Are those fees now illegal? Mm. Then there's the internet fee. And trust me, the internet fee is no fun because the internet fee is fucking $12.95 a day for basic internet or $15.95 a day. Not kidding. For like not even halfway decent internet. But if you're a rewards member, even if you sign up, when you check in your internet's free, it's a scam to get you to sign up for their free rewards program so that you go back to their hotel chain time and time again. Are those fees now illegal? It's for an actual service. The hotel has to pay for internet. They pass that cost on down to you, right? Uh, that goes back to what I originally said. Where do you think that these companies, they don't, they're not going to pay for this shit. Yeah. They're not going to pay for any part of this. You're going to pay for all of it. So if they get rid of the fees, you know what the hotel is going to do? They're just going to increase their rate and they're yeah. going to increase it by more than what the fees were in the first place. And then you're going to have to pay taxes on top of that rate. Three times more. fees are not taxed. Yep. But if they add $25 to the rate. So instead of paying $200 plus taxes and, 
you know, fees, $6 in fees. Now you're paying $225 and 13% tax on top of that. And when, when, when you tell me that companies don't equate for this folks, every company. Oh no, every company. Trust me. I can read a PNL backwards and forwards because I was in hotel management. I didn't, I wasn't in accounting, right? I mean, I, I helped accounting cause I'm good with numbers and I worked there long enough that I knew what the fuck was going on, but I, I don't have, I'm not a CPA. I don't have a degree in accounting, but I can read a P and L because I was a manager and all decent managers should know how to read a profit and loss statement. It's important when you're running a business, all of this is taken into account when he comes through and says all these fees are now illegal and waves his magic pen, which is essentially what he's doing. All he did was increase the revenue on the rooms themselves. Yeah. So now all of these things that were once okay to go are now outlawed because guess what? Now the rate of the room is going to be like $600 a night. That's, I mean, it, it, that's all right. Well, let's continue listening to what this idiot had to say. I, I sorry, I y'all, I just had to break in there and explain this to y'all because from a business perspective, because you're right, PC Native, no one else is gonna, oh, I'm sorry, PQuest, no one else is gonna break it down that way. It's just, it's retarded. It is. But it is the Biden administration. It is. So what can we say these days? The bank screwed up. You didn't, the bank did. You had a positive balance when you paid the bill. It's just simply wrong. And today, my administration making clear it's also illegal. Today's actions are going to save consumers more than $1 billion each year. And that's a lot of money back in people's pockets. As Director Chopra uh, shared this morning, that his team is even going further developing rules and guidance that would take credit card late fees and other banking fees that cost America's $24 million billion a year. Take them on. And we're just getting started. There are tens of billions of dollars in other junk fees across the economy. And I've directed my administration to reduce or eliminate them. Last week, the Federal Trade Commission started work on a rule to crack down on unfair and deceptive fees across all industries. Fees that were never disclosed, never disclosed. And there was no way to avoid the fee, like processing fees for concert tickets or like resort, or resort fees. When you think you're paying one price to book a hotel and you only find out after you're checking out that there's a resort fee you've never heard about that's added to your bill. And the Department of Transportation is going after unfair airline fees. Last summer, if your flight was canceled or delayed, only one top airline guaranteed that you could rebook for free, even because they're the ones that cancel, not you. You didn't fill a show up. They, 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 they canceled. When Secretary Buttigieg called them out on this, about 10 airlines, uh, now 10 airlines rebook for free. They don't charge the fee. That's progress. The Department of Transportation is working on rules that would require airlines and travel sites to disclose fees up front. Fees like things if you want to sit next to your young child. <laughs> well, guess what? Or your, check your baggage or change your ticket. You're going to be surprised. They're going to charge you for that without telling you. Your ticket's going to cost a heck of a lot more. That's, that's bullshit. That's not a Federal Communications Commission. They're working on a rule that would make the same thing for fees that internet companies charge. Okay. Here's why this is bullshit. And I don't agree. I don't like check baggage fees any more than anyone else. I don't like change fees. I don't like anything, any of that. No one does. 
But for him to say that they're not disclosed up front, including resort fees, is complete and utter bullshit. Everything is listed on your confirmation, on your hotel confirmation, on your airplane confirmation. It lists out all of the fees. When you book a room for $200 at the bottom of your confirmation, it's going to say your hotel room is actually $275. That's what you're going to pay when you leave without optional fees. Okay. That is your, your room, your tax, your resort fee, your Whatever. Whatever else it is, that's the total on there. It is disclosed up front. When you go to book a hotel, I'm sorry, when you go to book an airline, when I booked mixed flights to go from here to Oregon to Vegas and back to here, and I went on the cheap, like I was going through Hopper. And you know what I did? I went and looked at what each baggage fee was because some, some planes, I actually went with it a plane that had a slightly higher ticket fee because it only charged $35 for the bag instead of $75 for the bag. It makes a difference. It's all disclosed up front. If you don't know how to look, that's on you, not on the business. Again, he's pandering to idiots. I, 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 I got to tell you folks, I, I, I went down um, <clears throat> the first time we went as a couple, I believe, to a foreign country with your mother. Yep. I sat down there with your mother and I sat there through this conversation with her and this uh, hotel manager. And I don't know if your mother thought I was paying attention or not, or she thought I was asleep, but I sat there. I listened to everything. One of the things I loved was when we got there, they told us this is what you've already paid for. Yeah. And they told us from X to Y what we had already paid for. And, uh, that included everything, including fees, everything. Then when we came down the last day, when we were checking out, um, they said, okay, this is what you paid for. This is what you spent. And then they mirrored them up and they said, look, this is what you owe. I mean, it was completely obvious. It's like transparent. it's a look, bill. It's you, an invoice. You, you owe this much more like, and when Your we, mom owed it a little when, bit more. When we booked those extra excursions, we were told the price and the taxes up front. Yep. And it wasn't like we, it wasn't like we went to freaking, you know, uh, to Chitsun Itzu or whatever the, or Tulum, whatever the fuck. Um, well, to the, to the moon or yeah, the, whatever it was and, and thought it was free. No, yeah. they told, they, they outlined it, you know, okay. You understand that it's $125 per adult and $75 per child. Yeah. Got it. It's at, being added to your bill. Understood. And you signed for it. Well, not that only you that, understood. because there were points involved in all sorts of other things. So we were, we were reconciling that part, what was using points, what we we're going to pay for in cash and that part of it. But it was the whole point that the whole thing was so cut and dry. It's like, look, this is what you paid for coming here. This is what you did while you were here. This is where you're over. Now we just got to figure out what are you going to use no, for the we, overage? We gave them our credit card up front, but yeah. Are you going to use? No, no, because we had the option for points. Yeah. We had the option for 
using the credit card. At the time, I was like, fuck it. We'll pay with a credit card because we're going to pay the credit card off. Not a big deal. And we're going to get more Delta points to use on the next plane ticket to come back again. Yes. And uh, Lindsay, yes, he always says your mother, not mother-in-law, because uh, deaf, just like you, um, he calls my mother mom, like I call his mother mom. So it just makes it easier when instead of just saying mom, when you're referring to a specific one to say your mother, um, because yeah. It, it's, it's not, I, I it's do not, call her mom. Yeah, and it's, it's not derisive. It's it, calling her mother-in-law would actually be more derisive yeah, than saying your mother. She yeah. doesn't like that. She <laughs> likes just being called. Yeah, mom. she's mom. She's been mom since I were call 15, call her so. mom since like yeah for since it's been a 15. long time. <laughs> been a long time that I call her mom. But immaterial. That's all this is, and that's what Pandering he's to idiots. showing us. Pandering to idiots, and he is he an is idiot. Literally doing it for votes. That's it. This is this is to secure. I don't know what because he's not securing anything with this. Yep. He doesn't. He drives a bigger wedge in the Democratic Party. Yep. With this, I I don't get anybody who actually runs a business or works for a living understands what I explained. Yep. Requiring them to show those costs up front. I'm not saying they can't charge it, but you got to let you know they're going to charge it. You can make a decision. Some airlines, if you want six more inches between you and the seat in front, you pay more money. But you don't know it until you purchase your ticket. Look, folks, these are junk fees. They're unfair and they hit marginalized Americans the hardest, especially low-income folks and people of color. They benefit big corporations, not consumers, not working families. And that changes now. You know, we've been working this for a while. Wait, did whoa, he just whoa, whoa. say that black did, people don't get to purchase? Did, did he just say that black people get hit with this worse than white people do? Yes, he really did. Is that what he said? He really did. He said people of color get... Did you all just hear... Hold back, on. Back that up. I'm going to pe- back pe- this people shit up. People of color up. don't get to book tickets with more legroom because they're... Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> well, guess what? Or your check your baggage. That's a little or too far. Or change your ticket. No, I... You're going to be surprised. I'll yes. pause it right at the point. charge you for that without telling you. Your ticket's going to cost a heck of a lot more. And that's not a federal communications commission. They're working on a rule that would make the same thing for fees that internet companies charge, requiring them to show those costs up front. I'm not saying they can't charge it, but you got to let you know they're going to charge it. You can make a decision. Some airlines, if you want six more inches between you and the seat in front, you pay more money. But you don't know it until you purchase your ticket. Look, folks, these are junk fees. They're unfair and they hit marginalized Americans the hardest, especially low-income folks and people of color. Right there. Low-income folks and, and people, people of, of color. color. So so wait a minute. If you're black, you're paying more money for an airline ticket? Or you, you're... Wait, I don't, I don't understand. I didn't see a select race when I was purchasing the ticket online. Me neither. I I did see where it asked me if I wanted to purchase a main cabin ticket for this much or a comfort ticket for this much, which is the six extra inches of legroom or, um, you know, a, a first class ticket for this much, which is like, you know, you get a fucking bed. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't see where when you get to purchase your ticket, it tells you, no, you, you, sele- you select, where you did it be. say are you white or are you black no 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 huh. it just wanted to know if i had enough money to purchase the ticket didn't care about my race weird weird i didn't know mm. ticket purchases became 
Yeah, racist. Racist. I guess so. They benefit big corporations, not consumers, not working families. And that changes now. You know, we've been working this for a while. I know it's been a tough few years. But from day one, my administration was laser focused on easing the burden facing working class families and giving them, as my no, dad would say, again, just a little breathing room. Because of the steps we've taken, you the took United away States the breathing is in a stronger room. position today than any other country in the world economically. Oh, you're so full of shit. Jobs are up. People are back to work. American manufacturers are roaring back. As a matter of fact, no, I'm going to be heading up to Syracuse, New York, that area. Or our U.S. company, Micron, is going to be investing $100 billion. I think I go day after tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Manufacturing computer chips will put tens of thousands of Are you going the day after tomorrow or the day after tomorrow? Working hard to tame inflation with policies to bring down the cost of gasoline, home energy bills, and prescription drugs. In the meantime, we've been delivering concrete savings for working families and seniors. We've made, for example, hearing aids more affordable and available over the counter. At prices at places like Walgreens and Walmart, so that tens of millions of Americans with hearing loss don't have to pay expensive visits to specialists, and saving people as much as three thousand dollars per pair of hearing aids. Three thousand dollars was also made it possible for tens of millions of Americans to get free or low-cost internet. If you want to get that, go to getinternet.gov. Layout for you how you do it to check your eligibility to get 30 bucks off your internet bill every month. Oh, 30 bucks. In addition to taking action today to restrict two particularly egregious types of banking fees, my administration has pushed banks to reduce the fees they charge for consumers across the board. The result 15 of the nation's 20 largest banks are voluntarily getting rid of bounty checks charges entirely. They're going forward with the director's team is also developing rules for guidance that would require banks to go even further. You notice he said bounce check charges, very specific, not overdraft fees, bounce check charges, meaning if you physically write a paper check and it bounces, you don't have to pay the fee on it. But if you pull money out of your ATM and then an auto draft bounces, then you still have to pay the fee. That's not a check. Realize too, at the same time, understand what we're talking about. A bounce check fee, right? No one writes checks anymore. Of course the banks are voluntarily. No, they do. And I work more than you do. So they do. They still pay with check. However, listen, when I say this though, when you write a check, okay, it, if you bounce a check, this uh, a lot of people don't realize this. I realize this is a stupid thing, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but it is a crime if you bounce a check. Mm-hmm. It is a crime. Yep. It's a misdemeanor, but it's still a crime. You are actually committing fraud at that point. If you are bouncing a check knowing that you do not have the money at the time to cover the check, you are committing a crime. Now, it happens so much. Do you think we actually prosecute it? No. 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 No prosecution to it. However, it is a real thing. They've gone so far with the checking industry. To ensure that you can't be charged with fraud anymore, 
Now they just penalize you in fees. If you fuck up, you're going to fuck up hardcore. It's going to hurt. I don't disagree with it in a way. In another way, there are some things that are, I think, overkill. And I I think some companies need to put their green check. However, at the same time, you have a choice. You don't have to be with those companies. There are companies out there that regulate that shit from within. They do. They're out there. I know they exist. I've seen them. A a lot of places run checks through Telecheck or Equifax. They run it through a check machine to make sure that it's good before they take it. Um, And that company that verifies the check will guarantee that it's good. But someone like you that's, that's driving around doing, you know, jobs and collecting checks, you don't have that ability to do it. Wouldn't this encourage people to write bad checks? Yeah. I would think. I mean, I would think so too. Because if you're not going to get charged the fee for it, why can't? Yeah, exactly. It's it's cashless bail all over again. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different form of it. Yeah. You just gave it a different hyperbole, so to speak. Well, let's see if we can finish up with this jackass before we have to get out of here. (sighs) He is a jackass. He really is. Especially the additional types of junk fees. They're working to lower prices and increase competition across the whole economy. Because when companies compete, products get better. Prices go down. Wages go up. We encourage innovation when that occurs. And America leads the world. It's called capitalism. I've said it before. Capitalism without competition isn't capitalism. It's exploitation. Folks, there are two very different ways of looking at our country. One is, as I've said before, the view from Park Avenue, which says, help the wealthy and maybe that'll trickle down to everyone in the country. The other is from Scranton or Claymont or thousands of cities across the country like the place I grew up. The benefit and the belief that the backbone of America are people who get up every morning and work for a living, put on their shoes, get out of bed and go to work. The middle class, they're the ones who built this country. That's who our country should work for. We're going to keep taking concrete actions like this. You're going to hear more from me on this to make sure it does. And when it go, when it does, not only are they going to do well. Tell me something. Yeah. Who buys this bullshit anymore? I'm the Scranton kid. I'm old Uncle Joe. I worked for a living. I worked in those mines. I had the black lung. Who buys in Puerto Rico. any of oh, in, this in a, in bullshit a, in a Puerto Rican community don't anymore? Yep. Anybody? I don't know. Does anybody buy this? No. It doesn't work, dude. You're an old fuck who just repeats whatever's put in front of him. Yep. We all know this. You couldn't give an off-the-cuff speech even if if God himself was sitting in front of you, you couldn't do it. Hmm. Fuck that guy. All right, we're done with him. I'm done with him. I know. Piece of shit. I know. Mother there's a, there's actually one. You want to play your 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 funny one? Your, your yeah, one? yeah. Hey, how about this one? This is uh, 
folks, this is scary. Yeah. This is really scary because uh, you all know, everybody that's been listening for at least a minute knows that I was taken <clears throat> down off of all social media in one fell swoop yep. on January 7th. January 6th, I was fine. January 7th, I no longer existed. Facebook, Twitter, <clears throat> everything. Discord, Gilded, like all literally in one everything. shot. One fell swoop. They just eliminated Gone. me. I yep. was done. Yep. Um, I went down in the purge with Donald and everybody else. Uh, I don't know why me. I, I did Because didn't... you tried to access your social media from inside the bubble on January 6th and they caught your IP address. That's what I think. Yeah. But um, I was eliminated, uh, whatever. Anyway, whatever. Not a big deal. I didn't give a shit. Actually, actually freed up a lot of time, folks. It really did. But, um, anyway, Not anything, so but. this is a day in the day in the life of a, uh, of a, a meta employee these days. This is what happens at, um, old, uh, meta there. Meta. So yeah, meta being Facebook. So if you're all ever concerned about what happens in management over there, this is what you're watching. Uh, this is a product manager at Meta. Staying alive as a 23-year-old product manager at Meta. I always journal in the morning. I then do a quick workout routine. I get dressed. I try to look cute every day. Got some food at the office. I make a coffee every single morning. I need that. I did some work on the roof, worked until lunch, and then ate up there. Here's me being cute. I got a snack always. I then shuttled home. The view's so pretty. Met up with some friends for dinner, and then my boyfriend came over and was acting like a DJ for my dog. Hold on. Whoa. Don't say a word. Don't you dare. Can I be a product manager at Meta? Is anybody else like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, you? she went to work. Better than uh, Elon. So Elon. What um, time did she go to work? She said she went to work. Yeah, I know. But what time did she go to work? At know. like noon? After her workout before before lunch. <sighs> Fucking bitch. I'm up at 5 a.m. Fuck you. 5.30. Most days. Exactly. Um. Oh, you, no, you know what? Here, let's finish this one out. Play play the uh, that one. Yeah, that's really interesting. Speaking of meta. So, you know, AI tracks you guys everywhere you go, right? AI. AI tracks you everywhere you go. AI. So here's a reason to go out and buy a whole bunch of ugly Christmas sweaters. I'm so excited to expand my ugly Christmas sweater collection this year. Can't wait. Just for this. So there's no sound here. I'm going to narrate this, right? So the blue boxes are AI. Um, obviously they've people's faces blocked out when you put this crazy sweater on the AI can't see you. Check this out. Nope. AI can't see him. Yep. He's gone. AI can't track him anymore. Isn't that fabulous? Ugly, ugly Christmas sweaters ugly Christmas for sweaters the win. For the win. Central, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Very much, sir. For the can. I like it in the can. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that shit. Seriously. This is in most of your airports, too, folks. Oh, this is everywhere. Everywhere. 
It says airports. Um, Mostly airports right now in the U.S. Yeah. I don't know about many stores that have this. No. But I know about airports in the U.S. They well, have this facial recognition software. You know, I was at Sam's Club this morning, which was expensive as fuck. Um, but I... Uh, See, they can't differentiate yeah. between the sweater and the person. Yeah. So um, ugly Christmas sweaters are back in. They had a uh, scan and go. Yeah. At Sam's Club. Yep. Which means I, they uh, they have to have AI watching yep. technology in there if they have scan and go. Yep. Where you you don't you just scan items as you put them in your cart and then you walk out the door, and it just charges your account. So finish up with the red one. This is from the rally over the weekend. You guys will like this. Which guys? The audience. All uh, guys. Oh, everybody. Everybody will like this. At a rally in Texas on Saturday, former President Donald Trump was discussing the January 6th committee when members of the crowd began to rise and sing the national anthem. Part of the crowd stood up and began to sing and were soon joined by the entire audience. After the crowd finished their rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, former President Trump said it was, quote, so beautiful. The president admitted that when the group first began to stand, he thought that there were protesters in the audience. Former President Trump had been railing against the committee, where he mocked Representative Liz Cheney, asking how she was doing and noting that she lost her primary to a Trump-endorsed candidate. So, like the January 6th committee of unselect, unselect political thugs, you know, you know, January is the unselects. I never got any credit. I think that was one of the great names, unselects. They're unselect. It's supposed to be, you know, there's a the select committee of political, you know. By the way, how did Liz Cheney do it? She lost by 40 points. And then the corrupt press, they say, Liz Cheney, we believe, has a great future in politics. She lost by 40 points. The single biggest margin a congressman or woman has ever lost by in history. And then they say, we feel she has a fine future in politics. I don't think so. But January, so all she does is January. She's like obsessed. So here and uh, Kinzinger crying around. He cries every time he talks, he cries. These are the people we have. But remember this, January 6th, this committee, the two things they didn't talk about, two things, was that the people went down there and you could have had over a million people.
so beautiful. You know, when this whole big group stood up, I said, oh, we have protesters. <laughs> and you know what? They are protesting. They're protesting what's taking place in our country, and it's so bad and so wrong. It is a protest. That is phenomenal. See, that's what gives me continued hope in this country and humanity. Yeah, you gotta love Texas. So, we got to get out of here. We're going to have uh, Dr. Sherwood with us tomorrow. So tune in at 6 p.m. Been a long time since he's been on. Excited to have him back. And uh, yeah. See? This, so. this Sunday, we've got uh, Ski from Poland coming on. Tell us what's really going on in Ukraine. Might be a little bit earlier than. Yeah, we're going to go on at noon on Sunday. Noon on Sunday. Yep. So. Yep. And then at, we might do another doubleheader on Sunday because the Real Anthony Fauci Part 2 came out. So since Ski's starting early, maybe we'll play the Real Anthony Fauci Part 2 after. after. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Good idea. Yeah. So Good idea. Okay. Anywho, anyway. yep. uh, like, share, subscribe like yes. normal. Yes. Uh, for the Mick. And V-Lynn. We will talk to you later. Good night, folks. Thanks for watching. Of why? Why? Seriously? Why would it work? Why is it not working? I don't, I have no idea. All right. Good night, y'all. Wake up wear the same clothes, real redneck. I'm a piece of white trash, blue collar.
Hollywood, but my lady side class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirt South with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare, now I don't need Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find out. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. <laughs> 